I see it's spinning there, and now we are officially recording. So we have begun. Um, my name is Chris Lawrence. I am at the Interledger Foundation, and Vanille Reddy and my colleague and I put this call together for you. So uh, you can see in the chat um, the link to our public note-taking doc. That's where we collect all the notes from past meetings. It's got the agenda. It's got relevant links. There's also a place for you to sign in, add community updates, so on and so forth. That's a good place. If you got a question, put it there. We, we will be going over that post-meeting or and during the meeting. Vanille's watching that, as am I. So let's go and do some quick updates. Um, I can start off some quick interledger things. And I will go, I, I, I failed at my own test where I did not put the links in beforehand, but I will do that here in just a moment. I actually have a number of interesting updates from the Interledger Foundation. One, I'm sure most of you saw, our summit is details are up. You can start uh, registering for tickets. The call for speakers um, is also live there on the site. We'll get all the, the links in both the chat and in the document here so that you don't have to feel like you got to search for it. It'll be there and collected. Um, and uh, we'd love for you to come. We'd love for you to look at that call for speakers. There are tech talks. There are panels. There are some kind of future casting type slots we're looking for. So there's a variety of things that we're looking for. This will mean that something like I don't know, close to 50% of the of the agenda is sort of community curated and community involvement. So um, there's a lot of ways to plug in there. Uh, session leaders do get their room and uh, their flight and board uh, paid for um, as part of the trade-off for being um, helping us to produce the summit. So definitely take a look at that. As of today, um, the two new grant opportunities are open from Interledger Foundation. One, we're looking for a new ambassadors. Most of you have been following along with our work, know that we've had various ambassadors over the years, um, but this is the first time we're doing an open and public call for them. There are some subcategories. We're looking for open source practitioners. We're looking for researchers. We're looking for uh, community activists, and we're looking for accessibility uh, experts to start to help look at some of our stuff that way as well, so there's subcategories. Um, we also are rebooting our call for financial service uh, R&D projects. Uh, you know, we, a bunch of our projects that we funded a year ago are starting to move into the prototyping phase and they're in that process. And we're looking for more organizations or companies or startups who wanna start looking at the open payment space and integrating Rafiki, um, and that's an R&D grant. Both of those will open today. They will run through the end of the year. Um, but we will be looking at applications in two-month intervals and making decisions. So it's a little bit different than we've operated in the past. We sort of have two grant opportunities that will be open for a good five to six months, and but we will be making decisions at, 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 in intermediate points there as well, as well as looking at applications for our first cohort um, as they move on to the prototyping phase. So lots of that. I'll get those links. You're probably going to get all of it in your inboxes. It'll be on the Slacks. Um, but today those grant opportunities will open. And that means we have some grants uh, available uh, to think about and for you all to consider or to share with your broader networks, which would be a huge peer assist. Um, Jeremiah, I'm gonna call, give again, give a 25 second commercial here in just a second, um, but we've got our open payments huddle, which I believe is next week. Jeremiah will give you the details. Um, and it's gonna be, I think one that many of you would wanna join. It's a little bit about what Interledger is doing moving into the Fediverse and looking at open payment issues um, and open payment opportunities there. So Jeremiah, do you want to just give just a headline 
um, sales pitch for uh, and the details for the open payments huddle next week? Yeah, for sure. Let me throw the uh, link into the chat there. You can go ahead and sign up. Uh, if you've been paying attention in the last few months, there's been something exciting happening in the social media space. Millions of people have, have now joined a, a federated social media network of some kind. Uh, the most popular being Mastodon, uh, PixelFed. Even just last week, uh, we saw a whole bunch of Redditors uh, leave Reddit and uh, join uh, their own Reddit uh, Fediverse instances. It's a really exciting time for the web, where the web is stops becoming just publish only and a truly social experience. And so the Interledger Foundation, uh, I'm really excited to announce, is uh, you know, sponsoring me to help do some work uh, to get uh, payment pointers and open payments integrated into the Fediverse clients. And so we have a lot of things that we'll have to do in order to make that happen. And I'll be talking about those on Monday. All right, so the details will be in the doc and in the chat. So we would love for you to sign up um, we would love to have that be a big, fun, robust discussion and share out. Um, all right. I think that pretty much wraps it up um, for um, Interledger. Just a quick note. We had a, we had a, a, a Interledger team meeting last week. Uh, it went really well. Um, and we are really excited to continue to serve this community and thought of lots of interesting uh, ways and, and ways forward. So we will hopefully be talking about a lot of exciting stuff between now and the summit. All right. Um, I think next we're jumping to a Rafiki update, Vanille, if I'm not, is that correct? Or are we, maybe you can jump in and tell me exactly where we're going next. Uh, we'll we'll uh, uh, start with Timia. Yes, hi everyone. So I should start the demo then. Okay, so this is a testnet update and another testnet demo for you guys with with the new stuff we are we are uh, developing for for you for testnet for the Rafiki playground. So I will start sharing my screen, but in the meantime I will tell you that um we want to make a big update um hopefully quite soon in the near future, that will include um, a new, uh, new sandbox environment and a clean DB, because um, I know some of you had some issues with not uh, forgetting password and the password functionality to retrieve it is not yet functional. And also, if you want to create a new, um, uh, to register again, you need to do it with a different email address because um, Rapid um, already has the previous email address. So when we do the bigger update, we will um, do it with, with a clean slate and everyone will be able to use again their, their preferred email address. And um, we want to provide that forgotten password functionality as well. Um, in the meantime, I will show you what have what we have been up to. Um, one thing that you will not see is that we uh, did a big restructuring of backend and frontend to make easier writing tests and and make it more faster. So that's a, a, a big thing that we were doing, but you will not see it physically. Um, what the users will see is that we fixed some bugs because we already received some. Uh, very good feedback from from you guys from the community and one of them was for example that rafiki money was not working when you wrote www rafiki money now that's fixed 
uh, if you wrote only Rafiki money, it wasn't working, so that is fixed already. And let's get into the demo part. I will do it on my local machine so I can show you uh, what the, the new features uh, you will see when we do that big update. So um, as usual, we need to create an account. And I will do with an email address that hopefully was not used before. Looks like I'm good. So when we create the things remain the same with the um, KYC, which is partially filled, you need to, to just add in your name. And the verify identity is also pre-filled for you. So you just need to verify the account. And one of the um, feedback that we received is that new users of Testnet are not um, really sure what to do next. So what we were thinking is to do an onboarding flow. So we kind of um, kind of forced the new user to, cre to create a new account, to create a new payment pointer. So let me show you. Um, it asks you to create an account, which is um, USD account because a rapid sandbox right now uh, um, can work only with USD to make transactions. We are also working on that one to do cross-currency payments, but right now uh, the best way to do it is with US dollars. So we create an account. After we create an account, uh, it's, uh, it tells us to in see inside our newly created USD account. Then it forces us to create a payment pointer. If you click outside it, you will not be able to do so. Only if you um, go inside the button to create a payment pointer. Then it tells us to add some pay money to our newly created account. And it explains to us uh, that a new feature is available to withdraw some money. For now, we will not simulate this because the most important thing is, of course, to do some transactions to send money, uh, either using a payment pointer or an incoming payment. Um, what you will see here is another change from uh, the currently uh, functioning version of Rafiki.money is that we only have send. Uh, previously, we have send and pay. So right now, we squash these two together uh, to not um, have two sending payments, so just have one. And um, we did a little bit of explanation of what this switch really means, send and receive. So when it's on send, it means that you don't care about the fees. And if it's on receive, it means that you are the one pay paying the fees. So where are we sending the money? We select our newly created account. We will have here um, a pre-filled payment pointer for Intel Ledger. But of course, this uh, can be changed. Because I am using localhost right now, I, uh, I need to change this. I need to change this to another um, payment pointer that I have on local. So I have here another account. So I go inside this one and just copy this payment pointer and paste it over there. But for the onboarding flow, it will be already pre-filled with an interledger payment pointer to send some money. So let's send $400 and 
demo sent you 400. Okay, let's do the sending. Another um, new feature is that we have a code window. Um, I can also show you this after we do the onboarding, but basically um, this is the two-step payment. The user says the payment receives the code. If they agree to the code, then the payment goes through. If they decline, the payment will not go through. But now we send the money. And if we go to our accounts, in um, another explanation that we can also request money, but for now, let's see the previous transaction. Let's go inside the US account. And with the view button, we can see the transaction list. So um, this is the transaction list where all of the payments will appear. All of the transactions for this payment pointer will appear. And now, if you are familiar with the basics of testnet, you can continue to play around. So this was the onboarding flow. And let me just show you again that two-step payment code, which is another new feature that will soon appear on Rafiki Money as well. So it says here that you will be deducted $1,000. Receiver gets less because this is the fee that they will cover. Do you accept the code or not? Let's decline for now and switch on to receive and send the money again. You will be deducted more because receiver gets exactly $1,000 and you will be charged this fee. Do you accept the code or not? Let's accept it. So yeah, that's, that's another um, improvement. Um, of course, as I mentioned, send and pay are squashed. If you receive an incoming payment URL, you need to use the same send. So basically, if I go here in my other account and do a request of 300, and copy this request, the other user needs to go into the send. And if they copy into the payment pointer, they will automatically receive the 300 and I need some money um, pre-filled. So let's send the money. The code is available again for this one and we accept it. Okay, so I've showed you some new features and um, one thing that I was always showing you and made a little bit of joke about it that we have also here grants and when we go inside grants, nothing appears, only the 404 window. But right now, if I go inside grants, I need to find a new job because now it's pre-filled with some test data, of course, because I don't have a, a, a grants list right now. Um, what are grants? There are some kind of a subscriptions, you can imagine them. They are a kind of a subscription. So this a client has access to a payment pointer that they can deduct, let's say, monthly $10 from it. So this is set up. Uh, we are, Testnet is not the one setting up the grants. They, uh, Testnet will list the grants. And if you go inside view, then you will see some more details about these grants. What is the client that has access? What, when was the grant created? And the, your payment pointer that the grant has access to. 
the state of uh, the grant can can be of course granted rejected revoked and we have here revoke grant which will um, ask you if you are sure if you want to revoke or not um, we can revoke the grant but right now it will not update the status to uh, to revoke because uh, some Rafiki and testnet communication still needs to be done on this but um, the the template and and uh, um, or the backbone is is ready for it already so um, what are we still working on and soon to be finished is in the settings account we have the developer keys the API keys this window will look quite different because we will have a, an automatic uh, uh, generate of API keys if the user wants to or an upload of API keys if the user so desires to and I think that's all of the new stuff we are working on or we have already done and um, these are the uh, things the new things that you will see in the new uh, rafiki.money update which is coming soon hopefully to everyone in the meantime please continue testing it with um with new email addresses if you want and uh, give us feedback if you if you see bugs let us know and we will improve if we will continue the improvements thank you so much all right well thank you to me it's amazing to see this progress and you're getting some shout outs on the styling and and just it looks like the all the um Kind of thought that's been put into this we do have some time um so if someone has a question feel free to open your mic or put it in the chat and i can read it out but uh you know if anyone has any questions about the test net anything um that they'd like to speak about all right question time going once uh chris uh just as a quick question so the testnet is really designed for developers to then hook up their own applications to. Like, what what is testnet intended for? So testnet has a lot of of use cases, and that's because Interledger as a stack has multiple different levels. So first, it enables open payment on account. So as a developer, you can start building your own. But secondly, it allows Rafiki integrators or whoever's putting Rafiki into their wallet to be able to test that integration with another Rafiki instance. So it allows, right now it doesn't, but it, it will allow for auto-feeding. So if you're developing, if you're a wallet and you put Rafiki into your system and you want to test it out against a real Rafiki instance, right? Instead of having to go to test with real money, you can test with the trash net and that's fake money. So it also allows you to do that. And it's also a, a user experience study and how a wallet looks like that's built for Interledger from the ground up. If you look, if you think about your digital wallets, most of them will have all the features for the banking system, right? Because that's their core use case. This one puts Interledger front and center. That's why your accounts are paying points by default, and all the transactions are made not with account numbers but with Interledger payment pointers. So I feel like in, in our mind, that's why we made the test for these two specific use cases. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. It's definitely the prettiest testnet I've ever seen. So this is this is so we, we keep calling this test net wallet. Technically, this is just the test wallet, right? Because the test net will be a test network, but we are building three nodes into the test network. The first one is the wallet, the second one is gonna be a module pad. 
and the third one is a bank that are all connected to each other, all tiered to each other, and you can exchange money between them, right? But right now, this is the wallet, and the wallet is the seed of the transaction. The bank, the bank is going to come towards the end of the year, probably after the summer. The modular fund is going to come in the next, I don't know, six weeks. I can't remember. I talked to the modular people recently. I feel like it's six weeks away from having a second node in the test network so that it actually becomes a network. Because right now, it's a single node network. Single node network. Uh, I believe Fernando has a raised hand in the queue. Fernando? Yes. Um, Go ahead, Fernando. I, yeah. Um, I have a question. Uh, during the last call's demo, they showcased how how um, they did a payment from one wallet to the other, and I do remember the 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 time to complete the payment was kind of long. So, do do we have an estimate of how fast these payments will be done? Uh, that's one question, and then the other question would be. Where is the infrastructure plan to be deployed? Um, is it is it a specific server provider, a geographic location, etc.? The reason why we ask is because we, for our specific use use case, we need a very uh, short uh, latency uh, for for um, the services. So uh, definitely, transaction speed and speeds per second is is a major concern for us. So in the uh, yeah that was that was the good provider we were using. We solved that. I feel like now when you make a payment, uh, that the status of it changes faster than you can go change the check the status in the in the other tab. So for now, transactions happen at the second speed, probably under the second. Um, that of course depends heavily on what your accounting ledger is. So if your accounting ledger can't handle that. It's going to be Rafiki, and Rafiki will have that, or does that one of many seconds speed of transaction probably. And the second one was we've designed the testnet to be able to run in any cloud. Right now, ours is running in GCP, and the only reason we're running on the Google Cloud Platform and not any other cloud platform is because as a 501c3 foundation, Google was generous enough to give us a lot of credits. On that on that platform, so we're we're running inside of uh, of, of GCP, but it's, it comes with Kubernetes Helm charts, so you can deploy Rafiki or this in any cloud environment you'd like to. I feel like the we're running so right now testnet is running on the smallest on the smallest instance that GCP offers. I feel like so far we've spent on cloud costs since we launched maybe one hundred and twenty dollars, and. Of course, we don't have a lot of transactions. It's probably a thousand transactions per day at most, but that's kind of the the, the requirements, the infrastructure requirements that's cost us so far for comparison. Uh, we have a security company that's doing a bit of performance benchmarking on blockchain in the couple of in the next couple of weeks. We will try to figure out a cost basis for heavy load just for that. Oh, and if you have more questions for um, for the testnet team about the testnet on the Slack Intelligent channel, the community Slack, there's also a testnet Intelligent Slack channel. Feel free to go into the testnet channel and ask the the, the, the people who are building the testnet anything you want. All right, Malcolm has patiently had his hand up. So Malcolm, why don't you ask your question here and then we will move on. Yeah, thanks, Chris. One, I wanted to know if I could use uh, testnet to spin up 
all configure my own wallet because I'm not a fan of uh, re, uh, you know redoing the will. I'd rather use the will. Then does it currently also support creation of uh, ILP enabled uh, wallet addresses? Yeah. So the the, the 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 answer to the first question: Can you spin up testnet with your with real money in your own account? Yes. The the catch is the wallet or figure that money uses the rapid payment API. So in order to go live, because it uses the rapid payment API, you have to go to rapid as well and get an account in order to plug it in so it works. Uh, and that's ready to, it's literally the, 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 the click of a button to go from what we have to real money. In terms of IntelliJ addresses, yes, it creates IntelliJ addresses. All the payment pointers that you have are IntelliJ addresses. The only difference is the ones we create on testnet it's fake money and because it's not going to appear with real money you won't be able to pay from one to the other as long as you're not all right a uh, follow-up question if i do go live okay i've, I've spin it up i've configured created my own wallet i've i have the 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 the, the payment pointers can i send money to someone else to old someone who is uh, probably uh, integrated with another Rafiki platform. Can I send money to, all over? So you have to you have to peer your Rafiki instance into the network, right? You have to sign an agreement with somebody else who's on the internet network in order to make that work. But putting making that connection in Rafiki is a config option, a, a two-click problem. The problem real the the real problem here is getting a commercial agreement with another institution running this. So another institution running this is GitHub, for example, that probably be the first Rafiki uh, instance to be turned on with real money. So you have to go to GitHub and get an agreement with them. But they're very friendly. They're looking forward to have as many as many connections as possible. So I'd say that's, uh, that's an easy problem to solve. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Malcolm. Um, and again, I would say just a strong underline too, if you want uh, to feedback, ask questions, engage with the testnet, go to that Slack channel. Uh, Vanille or I will get it into the chat and into the doc, the link directly to that channel. Um, or, you know, Slack in general for a bunch of questions or a bunch of channels and then just general and help and things like that. So I would definitely say that is where we can get fast answers on a bunch of stuff. All right, um, Alex, I'm actually going to hand it to you for another um, Interledger update and then uh, to tag off to our next guest. Thank you, Chris. So uh, you've probably seen a lot of new faces in the call. You've probably seen the website being updated with a lot of new joiners. We've included quite a few people since we last spoke um, in the tech team uh, specifically. So we've got on the call, we've got Melissa, who's joined us as a, as a new tech writer. Melissa, do you want to say a few words about yourself? You want to um, say hi? Sure. Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Melissa. I'm located in Florida. And um, I came to the ILF from COIL. So I already have a bit of a background in interledger and web monetization. Thank you, Melissa. Uh, we've also have Huijin joining us as the developer experience engineer. Sadly, Huijing is based in Singapore, so this time does not really work well for, for Huijing. She sends all the best, all the best. Right now, she's the, uh, she's the reason you might have seen in the, in the document in the Internet update. We have released and published a new web specification and the new web website. 
is the sole reason why that got merged and done in time. Um, and she's going to be focusing on Rafiki.dev next. Rafiki.dev uh, has made a public appearance into the world. The next thing Bridging works is on Rafiki.dev to make it so that everybody else can use Rafiki.dev as the basis for their Rafiki instance documentation. We've also increased the size of the testnet team. Somebody doing that, I think on Monday. Yes, this Monday. Andre joined us on Monday in Timea's team. I don't know if Andre is on the call team. Do you um, want to say not. a few words? He's okay, not. so he's joined us as a full stack developer in the testnet team, helping us increase the capacity of the team and also helping us have resources available of people who work with Rafiki that could help any grantee that needs help integrating Rafiki into that stack. And I feel like that those are all the new, well, actually, no. So that's not really true. We've, we've deployed a bunch of new capabilities here at the foundation to help all the efforts that we're doing. And one of the new capabilities that we're deploying is our work with Igalia to make weaponization uh, an experiment in Chromium. We actually have somebody from Igalia on the call. I feel like I saw both Brent and Alexander, and they have a little five-minute presentation. I feel like this is a good segment to get them started. Uh, Brenna, Alexander, take okay. it away. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Brenna. I am the project manager, and Alex Surkoff is on the call with me as well. He is the developer on this project. So as Alex mentioned, um, we teamed up with the Interledger Foundation here to, um, we, so we collaborated so that we can implement web monetization in Chromium. So currently we're in negotiation stage and we haven't really started the actual implementation yet, but we're hopeful that all the stakeholders are soon gonna reach an agreement which will allow us to progress towards a more practical phase of it. So at the moment, we have designed a design document. It provides like a high level overview of the project. We're actively discussing it with Google and we're considering several different options that um, we can use for different implementation paths of it. Um, that's kind of a high level summary of what we're working towards and where we start right now. Alex, would you like to take a moment just to introduce yourself? Well, yeah. Hi, sure. Um, I'm Alex Rogo from Igalia. So, and uh, basically, uh, what, what Brina said. So, uh, uh, we are hopeful, <laughs> but uh, it's still like a negotiation because, like Google, some has like uh, concerns about the certain implementation paths. And um, but I'm pretty sure we can find one which like everybody makes happy with. Uh, yep. So that design document, I feel like um, we're, we're done designing and we can share the design document with the rest of the community. Uh, I'll send it to Chris and Janiel so we can add them to the notes. As my bad, I should have added it to the notes before this. But uh, we're welcome to hear any feedback you have on the design. Right now, uh, our, our main concern, our, our main conversation with Google right now is, is out of that design document, which of the implementation paths we're going forward. So I feel like we can, we can, um, we'd love to hear some, some feedback on the design now. All right, well, that's, 
that's exciting. So if you've been following along with web monetization over the last couple of years, that's a, a good, some good positive momentum, a lot actually. So I'll open it up. Does anyone, I didn't see any hand raised or anything, but does anyone have any questions or follow-ups for Alex or Egalia or about those web monetization plans? All right, questions going once, questions going twice. All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, unfortunately, unless I am wrong, our uh, community deep dive on uh, a team of students at Bowie State University who have built actually their own test net and been doing some interledger experiments. We're going to come on and share some of their findings and some of their builds and demo what they've done. But I, for whatever reason, I don't believe we have any representatives on the call. Vanille and I have been scouring in the back end but uh i figured i'd open the mic here make sure that i'm not missing it you could interrupt me here over the next 10 seconds as i freestyle and waste time and say thank you and all of that stuff and i'm going to now call it okay so we might be ending a tad bit early but um you know we've been trying to have people just open up the mic and share anything that's exciting in their world or interledger relevant so maybe we'll take a, a moment here if you've got something don't be shy, open up your mic, tell us, uh, you know, a recent win or a peer assist you might need or something uh, that you'd like to call out in this open mic time. Vanille, we're going to need some mic done. Oh, Chris, I can, give, you know, I, I can give an update from the, the Fanboys team. So, yeah, so probably the biggest news since our last, last month's update is we've been... In the US, we've finally been approved by our different programs, our card acquiring program and our um, bank program. So we are on the final stages now. There's just one more bank account that's stuck at the moment to get open for card acquiring. Um, we're trying to get clarity on that. They're still being sticky. So basically, at the moment, we can only $1 transactions on cards. So it's a bit, bit dumb. So we don't want to try to open up two beta testers until we can get that resolved. Um, but yeah, so, so from our side, we hopefully will have more clarity and start opening up to beta tests in the next week or two. Um, if you're on our wait list already, um, we will be in contact. Um, if not, you can go to fanboys.app and sign up for the wait list. Um, again, reminder, this is mostly for US users initially, um, but we will pretty aggressively ramp up into other geographies uh, pretty soon after that. Oof, buried lead. That is exciting news, Matthew. Thank you for opening your mic. Can I ask you to make sure that e probably you or Adrian or both reach out to Vanille and I when you're ready? We'd love to, you know, dedicate the majority of this call to some demo, maybe like a little bit of a launch party um, in this space. So when you guys feel ready, let us launch know and we'll party. plan a party. That sounds cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Everybody loves it. We can sign up. It'll be money and the whole nine. That sounds awesome. I'll I'll let Adrian know. All right, so let look forward to a future Fine Boss demo launch party on our regular community call in the months to come. Hopefully, very few months to come. Thank you, Matthew. Anybody else? Good modeling, good practices too. Anybody else want to open up the mic and share a interledger relevant update, excitement, shout out, peer assist? All right, the music is playing in my head. And interrupt me in the next three, two, one. All right. Uh, let me hit on a few things as we have started to fill out the links in the document. Uh, and I will also paste them here. I would highly recommend that you sign up for uh, Jeremiah's Fediverse. 
thing, uh, the open payments huddle. Sorry, it's not a thing. And I'll give you the copy link. There you go. I'll give you the link to the event right there. Um, I think that's going to be fascinating in a real area of exploration and community engagement. So there is that. Um, also, the applications are live for our grants. I'll put those links in, but you can also go to uh, community.interledger.org and all the details will be there. And also in the document is all the details you need on the ILF Summit, uh, Costa Rica, November, I think, 5th through 8th. Um, you can sign up for tickets. You can read about what we've got planned so far. And more importantly, you will find the call for speakers. I would urge you all to apply, see if there's anything you'd like to talk about, like to share, like to facilitate a conversation around. And uh, that is very much a community constructed program. And we'd be excited for all of your ideas. And with that, I think we can end a little bit on the early side, although this has still been chock full of information. Slack, Slack, Slack. If you have questions, comments, you want to share something interesting, uh, feel free to engage with us and each other there. And we'll be highlighting more ways to engage over the coming months. So thank you all very much. And thank you all for the patience in having to delay uh, our normal time of last week and being willing to come and still show up in the same number. So that was good. We will try not to muck with that too much. Uh, but we we had to last week and so we appreciate your flexibility all right i think people can feel safe to start logging off and going about their day evening night mornings thanks chris thanks everyone